the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, one and all. Hello, hello, hello. On this Wednesday, where's the sun? Well, it's not out, but that's that's okay. Folks, it's been that type of summer. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It is one. It is right now. It is 12.06. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the award-winning website, depetro.com, which we have the full story where you can see, um, and I'll touch on that just for uh, a moment, but you can read it. I did testify in a criminal trial because Cranston police ended up using <clears throat> some of the footage that I captured of someone who's basically like in-house counsel, always the attorney going against police and law enforcement. And she is, her name is Shanna Carlin and, um, what a surprise. No one else in the media has a story. But anyhow, that's, you notice, folks, that's becoming more the norm than used to kind of be, well, whatever. I won't go on and on about it. But anyhow, you can read about the story in a very nice statement. I want to thank the Cranston police and the chief who put out a, a very nice statement to yours truly. And then I thank a number of different people from Dolo to Competition Shooting Supplies to one Nation Security, and a lot more. Folks, you can read about it at the website. That's where, you know, one of our listeners, Freddie, was like, where are you? Well, I was in court. Uh, I was in court. Uh, it was a week ago Monday. It was a week ago Monday. As all the days are starting to blend together here. Folks, as we kick things off, you know, I I don't mind a cloudy day in the summertime. Yeah, I mean, you can get stuff done. Whenever it's, if it's really nice out, I feel... You know, in this, you know what's interesting is this part of the country. If it's if it's beautiful out, <clears throat> we feel um, well, maybe not everyone, but I do. You feel compelled to go out and kind of utilize the day because we know that at some point it could start raining, or then we summer comes to an end, and then we get ready for the fall and in the winter. So there's definitely a, a mad rush when we have the good weather to take advantage of it. And, um, you know, it's 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 not like that in in places like just as an example, like Los Angeles, because every day it's basically sunny. When I I spent a summer in Los Angeles when during college and it was in the valley. And uh, and then I used to travel to Pasadena, but it it actually it did not rain one day Memorial Day to Labor Day. I mean, no rain. Not one day. Now, Florida, it pours rain in the afternoon. Anyone that has spent some time in Florida, especially in the summertime, it downpours every day around 3 o'clock, 3.30, cools everything off. And then, boom, you know, it's, you know, the water dries right up because it's so warm. But um, in L.A., you think nothing of it. So, all right, so it's nice out. Guess what? It's going to be nice out again tomorrow. And it's going to be nice out the next day. And every day was 84 and sunny or 88 and sunny, no humidity, um, maybe 90, but most of the time just 84 and sunny. So those people, you know, it's also interesting before I go on too much of a tangent here, but um, if you've ever spent any time in that area and specifically, you know, when you get in and around Beverly Hills and, and uh, Brentwood, where OJ lived, and so forth. You, you, then you understand why they, the people, you know, we call them whatever you want to call them, movie stars, whoever, but entertainment people, why they live there, right? They could, they could afford to live anywhere. But I would tell people that if you were someone in Hollywood that made, you know, motion pictures and film, or maybe a television person, but and you had a home. Obviously, they're wildly expensive, but in Beverly Hills, 
You have a backyard pool. I am saying, I'm telling you, every day it's 84 and sunny. I know some people like to go to the beach. I never thought the California beaches were actually that nice. The water's not that warm because they don't have the Gulf Stream. Um, it's okay. The East Coast beaches are actually nicer. Now, I know everyone talks about Malibu and Santa Monica. It's fine, but not really worth it with all the crowds and the traffic and everything else. I'm just telling you that if you were of means and had a home in in Beverly Hills, let's just say you were successful in films and you had a you know huge estate in Beverly Hills with a pool, I, I, I'm telling you every day it's 84 and sunny. Never two. It cools down at night. You could wear a jacket at night. Um, but it's just... Um, but anyhow, we don't have that, obviously, around here. If anything, the weather has been uh, has been a very tough month of July. Maybe August will rebound. Who knows? Um, and actually, Friday, Saturday, Sunday all look nice. So we much enjoy the nice weather when we get it. Now, speaking of nice weather, I'll tell you who's had some good weather is number, Rhode Island's number one garden center. And it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, where they have homegrown. I mean, when I say fresh corn. If you like fresh corn, and I mean the type that you don't even need butter, or so, you don't need, you could just eat it right there. It's so delicious. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center has the best corn in all of Southern New England for crying out loud. Plus, they have zucchini, yellow squash, green peppers, and cucumbers. Pop in and see them right off of Route Four, thirty-six eighty-eight Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. Look for them on Facebook now. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, they they obviously have everything you need to make your property look good. Landscape materials, screen loom, mulches, crushed stone, trees, shrubs, vegetables, herbs. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. But right now, they really have delicious fresh corn. Homegrown, farm-fresh produce, farm-to-table produce. At PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center with the most delicious tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers and zucchini and yellow squash. Stop in, and especially for their corn, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. So, folks, it is um, it's Wednesday. It is July 28th. And, uh, you know, we have to deal. So, anyhow, go, visit the website, Petro.com. And I recognize that some people don't know who this individual is, Shana Carlin. There's a rather unflattering mugshot of her on the website. Curlin guilty for assault on Cranston police. Hey, listen, you know, and I want to be very clear about this. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that wouldn't have gone and testified. And if you read the story, you can see why. There's a lot of people that would not. But I'm just saying, much like I encourage people, you know, I think to be a good citizen, you vote. And in a situation like this, they wanted to use my footage to prosecute this individual. And she, as I said, basically in-house counsel for anyone who ever has a complaint against police. But aside from that, it it doesn't even matter that. Uh, The police, I was subpoenaed to testify. I did testify. It was about my footage. And then it went on from there. Uh, Long story short, I was told in thinking and nothing again. Listen, things can happen. Right. Have to be fluid. But it was. um, And the judge asked me not to talk about the trial and I didn't. But it was Monday, a week ago, Monday, July 19th. And, you know, it's it's very simple. I was um, told that basically, you know, it would be 15, 20 minutes tops. So I was thinking, all right, so. You know, be there at nine o'clock. I'm thinking, all right, so then I'm 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 home at sometime after nine thirty, maybe? Quarter of ten, ten o'clock at the latest. All right, so I left the courthouse at three fifteen. A little bit little bit different than we thought. Um the defense <clears throat> who represents, you know, these different individuals, anarchists. Anyone anti-police, the whole that that is your attorney. And what's serious about it is so you have an attorney who was 
on trial. Now, there was no media there, which I find very odd. But sometimes, you know, like I said, maybe they feel, ah, we don't want to give her any coverage that could be negative coverage, so we just won't send anyone. Um, but so the, the defense had me on the stand for more than two hours. More than two hours, <clears throat> which is an hour and 90 minutes longer than I thought it was going to be. All the stuff, um, but it's fine. It's fine because in the end, we there was a guilty conviction. I found out yesterday. Now, already one member of the media said, um, well, I'm pretty sure she's going to appeal. Well, then let her appeal. Now, this was a bench trial, by the way. This was um, in front of a judge. Who was very competent and not. And, and I also want to point out, I was in a mask. They, they told you in the courthouse, the judge was in a mask. The defendants were all in a mask. I want to be very clear. To me, it was not a big deal. I know with some people, the mask is a huge deal. And we're already starting to see some... We're starting to see some uh, warning signs that this is going to be a challenging few months ahead as the variant is spreading. And what I'm told is this variant spreads more. But I'm just telling you, to me, it was not a big deal. I'm not not an anti-mask person. If... if, when, when they said you have to wear a mask in a store, I, I, I didn't, it, it, makes, it has no bearing on me. I know with some people, for whatever reason, it's, it's a huge go to the mat. You know, some people are coming off like worth dying for, which I, I'm just being upfront. I don't, I don't get it. Now, I, that said, I do understand your frustration because if you were vaccinated and then you don't have to wear a mask... So now you have to wear a mask to protect the people who chose not to get vaccinated. Now, that I don't agree with. That part I don't agree with. If you're listing right now at 1218 and you did not get the vaccination and you're willing to live with that and the consequences of it, as I've said, I'm not going to try to talk you out of it. I'm not going to talk you out of it. The only thing that ever seems to the come to Jesus moment seems to be when the people are in the hospital. And they're very, very sick. And then they start, either them or the family start saying, he was wrong, she was wrong. Now they're saying everyone should get the vaccine. Um, how long have we lived like this, right? Go today, purchase, or just, you know, a pack of cigarettes. What does it say on the outside? Can cause cancer. Can cause cancer. So, do people smoke? Yes. Do they read the warning? I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> the Olympic girl. Now she's a girl. Someone last night on uh, Facebook said, she's a child. She's a child. This Simone, she wasn't a child cashing the checks. She's a t- child. She's 24 years old, this Simone Beale, 24 years old. Why is the age 24 significant? Tom Brady was 24 when he won his first Super Bowl. Uh, Mahomes was 24 with the Kansas City Chiefs when he won his first Super Bowl. I, I, maybe that means something to you. Maybe it doesn't mean anything to you. <clears throat> if you want to say that this is someone who's been through a lot, that's fine. Absolutely fine. But don't say it's because she's a child. Like, at what point, 24, 24 is a young woman. To me, a child, you know, definition of a child. Someone said they're a child. All right, then they have to be under the age of 18. Because 18, you're an adult. Now, could someone still be a child at 18 and 19? I, I guess so. But at what point do you kick it off? For instance, when Black Lives Matter was saying children were being beaten, children were being by, nearly murdered by the police. When then we found the police report, they were 17 and 19. Now, you could say they were teenagers. 
some people, but 24 is not, 24, can we agree on that? 24 is not a child. Um, if someone 24 wants to get married and the parents say, oh my God, get married, you're just a child. I mean, no, I would say 24 is a young woman. Then I had this comment to me. So I guess you don't believe in anxiety and performance anxiety. <clears throat> well, I don't believe in anxiety and performance anxiety. She's handled it in the past. That is, yes, yeah, some people suffer from stage fright. Anyone that's ever gone on stage or, you know, the players are nervous before a big game. I guess you don't believe in it. No, I, I, I believe in it. Yes, but champions find a way to harness it. No, I believe that when a player walks up to bat in the seventh game of the World Series and the game is tied and they're walking up to bat with two outs, yeah, I, I believe there's anxiety and performance anxiety. I don't believe he then says, hey, coach, you better get someone else. I can't. <clears throat> True. Ch- so, so you don't believe in anxiety? For- no, I, I didn't say I don't believe in it. But you're talking about someone, this isn't her first time. <laughs> she, she was expected to get the gold medal here, right? Someone who's been in the spotlight. This person put, I had no idea how old she was, nor should it matter. You just said she's a child. Well, it shouldn't matter how old they are. Well, then why are you saying she's a child? I like this comment. What level of competitive sports have you competed in? Hey, listen. Not the Olympics. Few people have. There's a difference between not making it happen and just saying, I'm out. I don't want the silver medal. I don't want the bronze. If I can't get the gold, I'm not going to compete. Let's just be very clear about that. The person that put the post, by the way, Chris Moran was right on the money. Now they go through the checklist for this Olympic athlete who pulled out and won't compete. She's been a victim of sexual abuse at the hands of Dr. Nasser. Her mother was constantly in and out of jail due to a drug addiction. She was finally saved from foster care when adopted by her grandparents. You know, despite if 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 you're going to use those get out of jail free card excuses, then that person should never be on the Olympic team. If you're going to use those excuses, see these are built in. This is you can compete because if you lose, you've been a victim of sexual abuse at the hands of Dr. Nasser. Your mother was constantly in and out of jail due to drug addiction. You were put into foster care. So if you lose, then you just always fall back on that. There's your ready-made excuse. However, despite all of those things, this is someone that hit it to the top level. Um, I'll bet it must have been very difficult to be the Seattle Seahawks. When Malcolm Butler intercepted that pass. You know, I've coached. My children have played athletics. Um, I won't talk about it, but there, there was one. I'll mention it just quickly. You know what's hard is the going up afterwards and saying congratulations, good game. When you come up on the losing side. That's really hard. But when you do it, you learn that you're not always going to win. So I'm not beating this person up, this Olympic athlete. I'm not going to really go on and on about it. But same thing with that Naomi Osaka. I'm not going to compete because I don't feel like doing press conferences. So change the rules and I'll play. If you're not going to change the rules, then I'm not going to play. What did they say? Well, we're not playing. I mean, excuse me, we're not changing. So either... You speak with the media after the match, win or lose, but or you, you can't compete. That's part of. We need coverage. 
We need coverage. You just see payday. You just see cashing checks. It's like that great line in the show Entourage. Well, they say, we don't, they don't pay you to make the movies. They pay you to promote the movies. They don't pay Tom Hanks all the money, millions he, he gets to make the film. They pay him that money because then he's got to go on the circuit to promote the film. He's got to go on Ellen and Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon do all these press things and all this other stuff. And then they debut it here and there's the London debut and the New York debut and the Australian debut. And they're selling and promoting the movie. Matt Damon just finished a film, um, Something Water. Saw an ad for it. That's what they say. They didn't pay him to make the film. Now they're paying him. Now he has to go out and promote the film. And he went on actually Jimmy Kimmel. And he'll go on Jimmy Fallon. And he'll do Colbert. And he'll do Ellen. Then you have to go to the premiere. Then you have to go to the London premiere. Then you have to go to the Cannes Film Festival. Then you have to go to the Sydney parade. Now, again, it sounds fun, but that's what it's about. So the whole thing with the tennis person. You know, you like cashing the checks, but the reason you're cashing it is because we promoted the tournament, French Open, Wimbledon, U.S. Open, Australian Open. It gets a lot of media attention. A lot of people watch it. We generate a lot of income. But part of that is they want access to the people that are playing. If you're not willing to do that, then you can't be part of this. Watch the Masters. If you want to win the Masters, yes. You want that green jacket? Yes. You want to be the champion for the year? Yes. Immediately afterwards, you have to go to Butler Cabin. We're going to have the awards ceremony. And last year's winner puts the green jacket on you and you're going to be on television. Well, I don't want any part of that. Well, then you're not, you're not doing it then. They sign that when you enter. That's not, do you think they, a lot of them want to no, They want to go. They're tired. They want to go celebrate. <clears throat> After the Super Bowl, let's go into the lo- the losers' locker room. Coach, you just came up with a short end. Do you think the coach of the of Atlanta wanted to face the media after they lost the Super Bowl? That great comeback from the Patriots. Do you think Pete Carroll wanted to then face the media? It is part of the deal. You deal with it. But something new that has emerged is this. You know, I'm just not mentally into it. Michael Jordan goes out on the court when he was playing. He misses his first six shots. But the arena is sold out. He stays in the game. He's got to, he keeps shooting. Gets his rhythm. Get his groove. All right, bad first quarter. We got three more to play. That's why they play the games. You learn from adversity. You learn from that. When the Red Sox were in the Bronx, 2003, Pedro Martinez on the mound, Yankees behind, Grady Little goes to the mound. Pedro says, I'm okay. Should have pulled him. Derek Jeter said to a player on the bench, I'm still telling you, there's a lot of, this team is cursed. There's a lot of ghosts hanging around. We just got to keep it close. And what happened? They they did. <laughs> they won the series. And, of course, Grady Little is job. He should have pulled out Pedro. Still remember watching that, thinking, oh, thank God, get him out of there. He's way over his pitch count. My point is, then the Yankees, after they won that, they owned him. They knew. Boom. It's going to happen. So my point is, without going on and on, it's, it's very common. You're very nervous before you're going to go on stage. You, you learn to deal with it. I'm not, I don't, everything doesn't have to be about me, but I have experienced that. I've experienced where you're at the point like, I wish something would happen. This doesn't have to happen, right? And then when you're done, you're so relieved and so much adrenaline that you have to fight through the stage fright many times. It happens with a lot of different things. So my point is, this thing of she's pulling herself out, but I'm just not mentally there. Well, but she did initially compete, and it didn't go well. So if someone got there to the Olympics now, and they just said, you know, I, I'm, 
Part, by, I also want to point out this, by the way. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1230. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our award-winning website, DePietro.com. Um, if some p- part of preparing is the mental preparation. Again, I, I know it's a team sport, and I recognize he's older. But Tom Brady... He he distances himself from his family and everyone the weekend of the Super Bowl. I'm I'm pretty sure, even though they were in Tampa Bay, I think Giselle and the kids, they moved out of the house. They left for the weekend. A true champion, a true professional. Never mind a mind game. I no, I have no experience with the, have you ever done no, yeah, I've done gymnastics. No, I don't. But a big part of it is the mental preparation for it. And you could probably argue that that's equally as important as equally as important as the physical. It's the getting mentally prepared. <clears throat> if you've ever seen, sometimes if I've been backstage with a like a big time performer, right? They 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 want everybody out for a few minutes to get their head together for what they're about to do out there. They do. Because they're nervous. You know, they're nervous. They have a stadium full of people. There's a big crowd, sold out crowd. They're the head attraction. They, a big part of that. It's not just, let's just say you're a band. It's not just knowing the lyrics and knowing the music. It's, you have to mentally prepare for the game, for the performance. So all I'm saying is, I think you could argue, it's not like no one won the gold medal. To me, I view it now as this, and it's a big story, right? Um, she she just had no interest in, she had no interest in getting the silver or the bronze and pulled the equivalent of, it's my game and I'm, it's my ball, I'm going to take my ball and go home. I mean, that's the way I view it. She withdraws from all around competition to focus on well-being. Well, then she should be fine because now she doesn't have to compete. So now it's all done. But my point is, if you're 24 years old and you've trained up to this point and now the stories are flooding out, she dreaded it. Blah, blah, then I, I, I think you could just argue it should have happened before this. Now, folks, here are some headlines. I'm not going to go on and on about it, but. And no, we don't know that level. And yes, it, it, it's, it's, um, it's an unusual situation to be in because it's really not a team sport, right? It's like golf. It's like, it's like swimming. It's like tennis. But you're alone out there. You know, the Beatles used to say, as much as pressure there is on us, at least we have each other. Elvis is alone. Michael Jackson was alone. I think it does something to them. I do. But with this young woman, no one wishes her ill will. I'm not, you know, it, it's just, but part of being able to, if you've ever competed against somebody really competitive, and I mean ferociously competitive, they just, they up it a notch when the game's really, when it's very much on the line. It's, 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 it's driving them. It's um, incredible determination. It, what makes them the best at what they are, you know? And, but it's it's definitely becoming an out. I think the tennis player situation is worse because that's, she just, I don't want to do press anymore. And I, I, I want to fight. I'm convinced that if I keep the pressure on, uh, I'm not doing interviews. I'm not doing press. I don't want to do it. There's a difference. You become a diva. A lot of these, by the way, a lot of these athletes, they're very immature, because they pull them out of school early, um, and because at a very young age, they're very gifted, and it would be a hard life. You know, you're Mary Lou Retton. At the age of 16, you've accomplished, the rest of your life is basically down. You'll never achieve what you did at age 16. I think that's very, very difficult. Very difficult to live with. Everything after that is just an encore for what you did at that young age. And you remember Nadia and the whole thing. So, and it's it's kind of like, you know, whenever the young, young people are thrust into the spotlight, whether they're a young 
you know, Michael Jackson with the Jackson 5 or, or young people in film, Macaulay Culkin. And I think that's tough for them to adapt to your biggest success was when you were, you know, at a very young age. I think that's tough to adapt to. So, all right. Um, shots mandated for all federal workers. New thing with restaurants. No vaccination, no service. And a St. Louis showdown over Bearface. This is, this, the next few months, I, 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 I um, and as I've said, I, I don't really have sympathy for the people that are unvaccinated. But let, let me just finish the thought with this Olympic situation. It's not a matter of how difficult it is. And the people saying she could hurt herself and kill herself. It's, um, I, I'll give you that. That is different than the golfer or the tennis player. Because they're not going to kill themselves out there. So I get it. Someone launching through the air may hurt themselves. But when you see those college athletes and it's the final four in the championship game sometimes the beginning of the game is a mess because they're so nervous it comes with it Uh, but I I think more in this particular situation if, if she had had a good performance and was leading I think she stays in and there's a difference there's a difference um the tennis player to me that's just more of a diva you know Michelle Kwan who was very briefly married to Clayboy Pell, who remarried, and what's interesting is he remarried someone who certainly resembles Michelle Kwan. But people that I know that were around Michelle Kwan said, even though she's a grown woman, she has the maturity level of like a 13-year-old. But you know what, part of it is because they're plucked out of the system. They stop going to school at that level. They're homeschooled. They're training. Everything is the training. So they never mature beyond that. They don't live a normal life. They don't because everything is the training. They are an exceptional talent. And so their maturity level never fully comes up to that. Now, I want to point your attention to DePetro.com. When I say award-winning, it certainly isn't. I fully admit it's not the flashiest and fanciest, but voted top local news site by the people of Rhode Island because of content. Folks, remember at 1238, if you remember anything, content is king. There are some people that have big signal. People can hear them for a big distance, but they have no content, right? There are people that are very sophisticated. I don't usually use it, but the word fancy websites, flashy, but there's no content there. It's all fluff. Juan deliver DePetro.com delivers content. And it's brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. They're open. They would love to see you. Food, drinks, training camp is open. Stop in and see them. Endzone 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Our program is also brought to you by now. Speaking of sports, there's a few seats left. Patriots Jets in New York. September 18th and 19th. I would love you to come along with me. I will be leading the crew. Folks, we only have a few seats left. This is a great price. $389 per person. For $389, you get round-trip motor coach, spend the day in New York City, overnight stay, hotel in New Jersey, tickets to the game, and a full professional tailgate before the game. $389. Now, break it out. That's a great price. Call right now. Only a few spots left for tickets. 401-274-TRIP. 401-274-8747. Alan Hockman Tours online, 274trip.com. Patriots Jets, September 18th and 19th. Call today. Early bird special. Now, that ends on August 1st, but I think it's going to sell out before then. Listen, all I'm asking, if you're thinking of going, if you're curious about it, at least call and find out more details and let Alan know, hey, I'm thinking of going. No obligation. Just sniff around a little bit. 401-274-TRIP. 401-274-8747. The um, 
the, the mask situation is real. The mask debate problem, it is, um, it's real. And it's going to get worse. So now what's also interesting, you just heard Dan McGowan in the last hour. He wrote a piece that's in the Boston Globe. When Socket has the highest percentage of people unvaccinated. And maybe there's someone listening right now saying, you're damn right, I'm not getting back. But then, listen, the choice is yours. I will admit, I don't understand why vaccinated people have to wear a mask. Because this is the pandemic amongst the unvaccinated. The people that are ending up in the hospitals are the people that didn't get the vaccine. And I'm seeing on social media, people are ready to fight to the death. People are, I'm seeing already people. I will not, I'd rather, this, I'd rather die than wear a mask again. I, I will freely admit I don't, I don't understand that. If I was getting on an airplane right now and they said, you, you need to wear a mask to go on the airplane. But now they hand them out or I would bring one along. I, I just don't understand what the, I, I, I don't understand what the problem is. I don't. Maybe it's people feel the government's trying to control them, tell them what to do. I saw someone post It's going to be forced door-to-door vaccinations. I don't think that's happening. They're just trying to give people the option. But there's a good story. As virus cases rise, another contagion spreads amongst the vaccinated. Anger. Frustrated by the prospect of a new surge, many Americans are blaming the unvaccinated. A tougher stance may backfire, some experts warn. So the virus is resurging across the country. Many inoculated Americans are losing patience with vaccine holdouts. Do you know in New York City, they just announced if you get the shot, they'll give you 100 bucks. If you get vaccinated, they'll give you $100. That's different. 100 bucks a shot. Some people are saying they're neglecting a civic duty or clinging to conspiracy theories and misinformation, even as new patients arrive in emergency rooms and the nation renews mask advisories. The country seemed to be exiting the pandemic barely a month ago since the celebration was palpable. Now, many of the vaccinated fear for their unvaccinated children and worry they're at risk themselves for breakthrough infections. Rising case rates or upending plans for school and workplace reopenings. Threatening another wave of infections that may overwhelm hospitals in many communities. It's like the sun has come up in the morning and everyone's arguing about it. The virus is here. It's killing people. We have a time-tested way to stop it. We won't do it. It's an outrage, says Jim Taylor. In Louisiana, a state fewer than half of adults are fully vaccinated. Now, the governor of Alabama said it's time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the regular people. It's the unvaccinated folks that are letting us down. Now, Governor McKee said right now he's not ready to make state workers get the vaccination. I I say, why not? If you want to hear me out. Listen, that that's it. That if you don't if you're going to be paid by the state. And he's saying he wants everyone vaccinated. Then then the state workers have to get vaccinated. I didn't say private companies. I said state workers. Hey, that's if you want to work for the state, that is the going rate. You have to get vaccinated, period. If they really want to get serious and enforce it, start doing it with the state workers. Do you know 30% of healthcare workers are not vaccinated? 30%. Channel 10 did a story in Providence. I think. 30% or more of first responders are not getting vaccinated. They're the ones on the front lines. Folks, at the risk of seeming cruel, and some of the comments that I see on Facebook are just, you know, these people. I would rather die than wear a mask again. Is that really, that's really the hill you're willing to die on? Um, Wall Street Journal had a good piece on the problem. There's been a lot of misinformation about this. There is. But I, I don't understand the people that are willing to, no way, I'd rather die than get, no, you're not making me wear a mask. <laughs> Governor McKee, folks, good afternoon at 1245. Governor McKee is in the next 60 days, his life is going to drastically change. Because if this is bad in July, and it is, it's going to be really bad in September. I mean, right now, it should actually be good. Last summer... July and August, the numbers were way down. 
It wasn't until the fall that people spent. No, I wonder because of all the rain if people spend more time inside. Speaking of the rain, remember, if you have green algae, moss, stains, it's growing out there with all the rain we've had. Call Jamie's Power Wash today. Get rid of it. 837-4545. Jamie, J-A-M-I-E, apostrophe S, Jamie's Power Wash. 401 837 4545. You've heard me talk about him. It's Jay Freitas Construction. He does that. He does deck staining. But this time of year, he is the master of the power wash. Find him online, jamiespowerwash.com. He's also on Facebook. Or you can call 401-837-4545. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by the Centerdale. Comfort, food, cocktails. Stop in. Centerdale Revival. I love this place. Stop in and see them. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Stop in and see Shane. There's plenty of parking. Um, this is becoming the new battleground, though. And if here's the thing now. If President Biden is saying all federal workers, you want to work for the federal government, mandatory vaccination, mandatory vaccination, that's going to come down to the state level. That is going to come down. The key non-committal updated mass guidance and rise in new cases, that will change. Rhode Island Mass Hospital Groups will require staff to get COVID vaccine. You want to work in the hospital, you have to get the vaccine. It's happening. It's coming. It is. Now, and I think it's two separate discussions, by the way. I know there are people you're listening right now. No way. I'm not getting the vaccine. At least let it be for the right reasons. At least let it be for, um, for, for whatever that may be, by the way. And I don't know what the right reason would be. But this element of it can't be for conspiracy. How about this local news story on Channel 10? I meant to talk about this on One After Dark. Portsmouth woman creates wind phone to help heal those grieving. Okay, so that's where we're at. Those are the types of stories that we're doing now. Okay, that's, that's interesting. Um, I, I tend to think that there are maybe a little bit more, um, serious, serious, um, serious, um, stories to talk about, but that's where we're at. But this is going to ratchet things up. Shots mandated for all federal workers. Restaurants, if you're not vaccinated, no service. Some people say fine. Others are going to say If you're not vaccinated, then you have to get tested every single week. Folks, that is going to be your choice. That is absolutely going to be your choice. Now, folks, right now at 1248, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program, I want to appeal to those, if you were in... An auto accident, you, family member, friend, auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury. Remember what we say, fight back, call Jack, 401-785-9400, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Again, you need the fighter, 401-785-9400. Or fightbackcalljack.com. Auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse, dog bite. Fight back. Jack Calvino, 50 years personal experience, 100 years total combined staff. And remember, on top of that, you need the fighter. Fight back. Call Jack. 401 785 Fight back, free consultation, Jack Calvino. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I want to um, also just, uh, let's see. Um, Governor, this is new. Governor McKee expects statements today on new CDC mask guidance. 
says to expect Rhode Island will follow the CDC on everyone wearing masks in school and still working on policy regarding CDC recommendation that vaccinated people uh, wear masks indoors in substantial spread areas. So that is new information that is um, that that is new information that is coming out. But I also want to um, I also want to find there um, was the story that I saw regarding. um, Let's see. The woman that just started losing it on. um, The woman that just started snapping. What did I see? Hold on, folks. Bear with me. Uh, MBTA transit policy. The passenger was asked to put on a mask and responded by smashing out a bus window. So they have her picture. They're trying to find her. The uh, MBTA transit police asking for the public's help identifying a woman accused smashing out a bus window. She did it in response to being asked to put on a mask. Happened four, four o'clock Sunday, Bellingham Square in Chelsea. Any with information, contact the police. It's a criminal investigation. <laughs> Excuse me, you're going to have to put on a mask. Yeah, and then just loses it. Republican governors revolt against CDC mask guidance. That's going to become the norm. That is absolutely going to become the norm. Now, I know Fauci is flip-flopping a little bit. But I also want to read some of the um, the things on let's see um, here's some of the like some of the messages that I get this woman uh, I won't give names uh, no one wants the vaccine oh I know this was uh, there, there's a petition going to Washington prevent any more lockdowns in the wake of the announcement made if you watch the international news you'll know what's hitting us next now international news the united states has more vaccine than than most countries so i i don't know about you i don't care what's going on what what i mean is what's happening in italy and some other countries has no bearing on what's going on here in rhode island so a petition going to washington to prevent any more lockdowns i don't think any of these petitions work uh so i'm not a big fan of that of that type of thing. And not only that, it's going to be a state-by-state basis. Here's the response. No one wants the vaccine, never mind, be forced to take it. No one's being forced to take it. Uh, I guess you don't watch. There are protests worldwide over mask mandates, religious freedoms being violated, and lockdowns. It's state-by-state if you believe we still live in a constitutional republic, but we don't. Crimes are going unpunished. Part of that is true. Illegals let in. That is true. No COVID precautions for them. You know, all true. If COVID was a true worry, so scary, don't you think they'd stop the illegals? That is a fair point. That's a good question, by the way, for the White House. It's a scare tactic. As a small business owner, I cannot afford a shutdown again. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, by the way. I don't think that it's going to be a... I don't think there's going to be a shutdown. I think it's it's just going to be it's going to be a um, I think it's going to be this is and 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 it's kind of a cruel term, but it's the thing of thinning of the herd. I think it's the thinning of the herd that there are there are people right now, and again, I'm seeing a lot of these comments on Facebook. This is it. People call McKee. Say no mass. I, 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 what, it's not going to do anything. They're going to follow whatever the CDC says. So all of this jumping in um, to get people into action. This time we're not going quietly. This time we're going to fight them. I will never wear a mask. Is this really the... I just don't understand the... Um, this is the hill to, to kind of die in, as they say. But with some people, it is. You know, no way. You're never forcing me to wear a mask. Not happening. Well, then, then things will change. By the way, many parents, 
If you're listening and you absolutely are against, my child should not go to school, there are other options. There's homeschooling. There's private schools. I don't know if the private schools will make kids wear masks. If At this point, if you're expecting those in you know, the CDC, the Biden government, if you think they're going to make the proper right decisions that are in your best interest, you're just going to be disappointed. If you don't want to go along with that, if you're saying there's no way my kids are going to school wearing a mask in September, I think, especially younger kids, I think you should, exp- I'm serious now, I think you should explore homeschooling. You know, maybe there's a grandmother in the picture or an aunt. The way I understand homeschooling is it's divided over days. I know in some neighborhoods, there's one parent that teaches one subject and another parent that teaches the other one or things like that. There's pods that pop up. You have options. You don't have to send your kids to the public school system until the pandemic, until this whole thing with the masking ends. But I'm already seeing people having rallies and protests and no mask and give us the choice. You, you have options. Put that into. Contact your local private school. Say, can we work out a payment plan? I want to send my child here. You have other options is what I'm trying to say. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair, repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Remember now, just the other week, dishwasher was not working. What was wrong? It wasn't rinsing through all the suds. So you'd put in the little thing that you put in, the plastic thing that has all the, or whatever the hell it is, that, you know, the cascade and it just wasn't getting that. So it wasn't fully cleaning things. What did I do? I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He'll come out to your home or business and repair your appliances. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. As we say, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And senior citizens discounts are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by our award-winning website, DePietro.com. And one of our sponsors there is the Coesed Inn, a Rhode Island tradition since 1977. A great meal is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Full menu, huge bar. Great staff. Stop in and see them. Plus, they do takeout. They're waiting for you at the coincident. Pop in and see them. So as far as Governor McKee, he's making it very clear. He's going to follow CDC guidance. Uh, Next hour, I will play. Dr. Fauci has not been consistent with CDC guidance. He hasn't been. He has not been consistent, has been flip-flopping. But, folks, a big part of this that people have to decide Because I guarantee you right now, there are people listening right now that at some point over the next few months that did not get the vaccine, they're going to end up in the hospital. I'm not going to say I told you so. I'm saying, though, that those that have been vaccinated, life should not be thrown off by those that are refusing to get the vaccine. So this whole business of the mask and everything else, it should not impact the people that got the vaccine. This is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. And if they're willing to roll the dice, then we should all be willing to roll the dice. All right, we're going to come back on the other side after the one o'clock news. The power hour is next. Keep it right here.